We need revival. We need an awakening. You are listening to a podcast by thisissalvation.com. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back for another episode. And today I want to talk about trusting in God. And I'm not talking about trusting in God for your salvation because at this point, any Christian, if you call yourself a Christian, you should have already trusted in God because that's what makes you a Christian. Trusted in for your salvation, they died on the cross. But what I'm talking about today is trusting the words of God that come from his Bible, his holy word, that's given to us as advice, commands, and the way we should live our lives and things we should do. I'm talking about trusting what's in and what we read in that text. And to break it down a little bit further to explain what I'm trying to get at here through this episode today is I'm talking about when we read God's word and we read verses and passages and stories and we see all the things that God has said to us and actually trusting that it's true. And not just saying, okay, yeah, it's true because it's in the Bible and God, I believe God's Bible is from him. I'm not talking about trusting that, the factual part of it. I'm, I'm talking about trusting that it's from God and that if we apply it to our lives, it is the best plan for our lives and the best way to go about our lives and also the best way to live out this Christian life. Because you see, we have this whole culture of Christians and huge numbers of Christians that say, I'm a Bible-believing Christian, I go to Bible-believing church, I live by the Bible, I apply my life to whatever the Bible says, and so on and so on. But when it comes to trusting God with our finances, or coming to trusting God with our future, we say, I'm just going to hold on a little bit to that because I don't trust 100% to let go of everything and let God do his work in my life. And I'm not saying that you say those words exactly and that's what's coming out of your mouth, but I'm talking about, you know, we tend to believe these things, but by our actions, we imply that, you know, we don't really believe that God's going to take care of all our needs. We don't believe that God has our best interests for the future. We believe that he is Lord of all and he has the best plan for us, but we don't trust him enough to say, okay, God, do what you want with my future. Do what you want with my finances. Do what you want with my job. Do you, do what you want with my education. Do what you want with whatever I'm doing right now. And I know this might be sounding kind of repetitive, but do you see what I'm trying to talk about and what I'm trying to get at with this point right here is that we believe in God. We believe in him. As the high authority, he is our God. There's no doubt about that. But when it comes to following the little details in the Bible and the little advices that he gives in his word, we tend to shrivel up and try to protect ourselves or try to to manage it ourselves. When God says like, seek me first and I will give you everything that you need. Really, but do we really, truly, deeply believe That when we let go of everything and we seek God first above everything else, no matter what it means, no matter what it means in our life, no matter what the outcome in our life is, that he will take care of us and provide everything that we need. I'm not convinced. And I'm telling you, when I look at myself, I'm like, yeah, I do believe in God. I want to seek the kingdom, but you know, I kind of want to control my destiny and I want to control my job and I want to control where I live and I want to control my family and and all those things. I want to have a little bit of control. Because it's a sense of security knowing that 
I am kind of managing this. When God's saying, just let me manage it, seek me and I'll manage the rest. That's what he's saying here. So I'm just going to give you guys a few verses and I'm going to list another couple verses that you guys can go read on your own time just to kind of put this in perspective about what we read versus what we actually trust in what we read. So the first one right off the bat I want to read is Matthew 6 verses 31 all the way to 33 and it goes, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, I'm just changing gears a bit, but I'm still kind of talking about we have to believe that this is in there. It goes, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Do you believe this? Do we seek God? Do we believe it and trust this enough to say, okay, God, I'm tempted and I trust that your word says this and I want to apply it to my life, God, so show me the way out. We read this verse, we know this verse, but do we apply this? Do we actually trust that God's going to show us a way out of whatever temptation and sin we're in? Something to think of. It's not just about finances, money, cars and jobs and family life and ministry life. It's also about our personal lives and it's also about sin. We can trust God that he's faithful when he says that also. And then jumping to Luke 12, verses 11 to 12. And when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, do not be anxious about how you should defend yourself or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour of what you ought to say. And again, kind of changing a little bit direction, but the same underlying messages there. We can trust that this is from God and we can trust that this is true, but are we going to trust it to the point where we apply it to our lives fully? Because he is saying in this verse, you know, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say when you need to speak. And that goes for evangelizing. That goes for telling people about Jesus. That goes when you're confronted or persecuted. The Holy Spirit will give you the words, but do we trust it? Do we trust that the Holy Spirit is actually going to intervene in our life and give us the words to say when we're evangelizing? Do we actually believe that we can depend on the Holy Spirit when we are persecuted or brought or got in trouble for some reason, not by our own means, but because we're following Christ and that he is going to, and the Holy Spirit is going to comfort and move through us and speak through us and give us the words. Do we actually believe that? Do we trust it? to the point where we, where we will say, I will apply that to my life because I believe it and I trust God's word. And the last one I wanna share with you guys is found in Proverbs 3, verses five to six, and it's absolutely my favorite proverb in the whole Bible. And it goes, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And just to touch on that last verse, it's so clear. It's out there. It's plain English. You don't need someone to interpret and tell you what it means. It's just there. And it's saying, seek God with all your heart. Stop depending on yourself. And I'll show you which path to take. I'll show you what to do. I'll show you how I want you to live this life for me. And the other verses you can check out on your own time are Proverbs 2, verses 3, 4, 5, and on. And then you can also look at James 1 to 5. Those are just examples of what God promises us and tells us can happen. But we just need to trust that it's true. 
We can read it. We can think about it. But if we don't actually trust that it's true, if we don't, and I'm saying, what like I said before, if we don't trust that it's actually true, that it's actually going to come true if I just follow it, then it's not going to happen. And we're going to hold on to our own lives. We're going to hold on to whatever we can. And we're just going to give God a little bit. We're going to give him 50%. And we're going to hold on to the other 50% because the the 50% that we have is what we can see and what we know and what we can control. And the other 50% is just our salvation and the stuff that we want to trust God with. But we don't want to trust God with everything. And that's why when we see verses like that, we don't give everything to God. And maybe that's why we're living in such spiritual dismay sometimes. Maybe that's why we're living in in times where, you know, not much is happening in a Christian faith because no one's actually trusting God to the point with everything and and myself included. I'm guilty and I want to pray about this. I want to change my life so that I can become a guy who actually trusts what God's word actually says. But like I said, in all my other pot, it takes effort. It takes prayer. We have to get before God and ask him, you know, just change my heart. God, change my life. Change my perception, God. Help me to stop caring about the things of this world and all these things that are in it. And help me to start living for things that are eternal and seeking things that are after you and for your kingdom and trusting that your word is true and that you're going to take care of me no matter what, no matter what it looks like. I know, God, that in the end, you have my best interests and you have my soul saved with you. And that's all I care about. And when we have that mentality, we will start to see differences in our life. We will see God start moving in our churches. We will see God start moving in our families and everything else that we're doing. But it starts with trusting the word of God and trusting that it's actually true and that we can follow it and trust it with our lives. Anyways, a little bit long, but I hope it encouraged you. You just heard it. Go tell someone else. We'll talk to you guys in a few days. (laughs) 